Last week, we talked about Christ being our wisdom and power of God. And it led me right into a place of stand therefore in the liberty wherewith Christ has made you free. It led me over into this place for the simple reason we think about the wisdom of God and we think about the power of who God has made us and who he's created us to be. A lot of times I think what we do, we look out and we try to find somebody that we would like to be like. We try to look for that example. Not saying that that's bad nor saying that it's good, but we really, really, really need to consider ourselves. Consider ourselves and who God has made us and not be afraid of who God has created in us, not be afraid of who God has made us to be. Just because we don't look like this person or we don't look like that person, a lot of times we tend to trip over the ministry, the work that God has literally given us. But I just believe in this day and this time, it's time for us to stand sure in who God has called us to be. Stand sure in who God has called you to be, knowing you, knowing yourselves. Knowing the greatness of the Holy Spirit on the inside of you. Come on. None of us was given a different size Holy Ghost. All of us was given the love of God, the Holy Ghost. We were given God's Spirit. None of us was given anything greater or lesser, but it's all about how we work this thing out. How hard are you going to go after God? How hard are you going to seek after the lover of your soul? How much do you want to know? It's, that's been made available, should I say. That's been made available. It's not a matter of trying to beg God to get something, but know that God has made available everything that you need to know. You're, look here, you got an instruction manual as well. <laughs> you have an instruction manual that came with you, that is in you, that tells you exactly what you are able to do and what you're more than able to do in Christ Jesus. But we got to get to the point. We got to know that if we're going to believe God, we're going to believe God for ourselves. We're going to trust God for ourselves. So that if anyone comes to you and begin to t preach Jesus to you or tell, tell you about Jesus, come on. They're only confirming the things that God has already shared with you. They're only sharing with you the things that God has already speaks to you. We shouldn't want people to come up and tell us something new about God. Not when you're serving, not when you're loving, not when he says he's your father. You should know something about your father as well. Come on, personal relationships. You should know something about him as well. So over in Galatians 5 and 1, it says, Stand therefore in the liberty wherewith Christ has made us free, and be not entangled again with the yoke of bondage, with rules, with laws. Come on, being entangled, but literally standing in the liberty wherewith Christ has made us free. Christ has made us free. Not we ourselves, but Christ has made us free. And when you think about that freedom, come on, we can worship in that freedom where we stand in that liberty when we stand in that liberty, come on, even if you just pick up that scripture and say, Lord, I worship in that place of standing in the liberty of Christ where you've made me free. 
You've made me free to know you. You've made me free to know me. You've made me free to know that life, to know that great life that you've made available to us. You know, the name of the ministry is Sons and Daughters Thriving. Sons and Daughters Thriving in the Kingdom of God. Not striving, but thriving in the kingdom of God. It's always been in me to want, I believe it's a thing from God for sure, to want to teach the men and women of God uh, of that you can, you can thrive in this thing and not strive. The oppor- Look, the opportunity to be saved, the ability to be saved has been given to all of us all of us but when we begin to try to think of how the the things we need to do and how we need to do it to be saved that's when we begin to create problems because in this liberty in this freedom that christ has given us he's showing us who we are in christ jesus that we can walk in that place where he's created for us he's created a place for us. So we have to know that place that was created for us that we can stand. Come on. When you know that you're the best in a, in a place, you operate from that place. When you've learned some skills and you know how to make that thing work, you operate from that place. And God has a place. There is a place in God for each and every one of us to operate and move in. He needs us. And God knows we need him because without him, we are nothing. But we need him and he does need us. He did not create us for nothing. We were created for God. God created us. He needed us for a purpose. He needed us for a reason. And guess what? We've decided to say yes to the Lord. We've decided to say yes, Lord, to your will. We've decided to say yes, Lord, to your way. We've decided that your way is best, Lord, your way. And then we started presenting ourselves, what as a living sacrifice? Because I want to, I want to thrive in God. I want to continuously grow in him. I want to continuously grow in his knowledge, grow in his wisdom, grow in his power and that authority that he said he's given to the children of God. We should want to know the authority that he's given to the children of God, not standing alone, Not authority to stand without him, but authority to stand in him. You see, everything that we are is in him. We can't exist outside of him. We can't live outside of him. If we're going to be anything great, it's going to be in him. It's going to be in him. So we got to be mindful. We need him. We need him in order to be all that he's called us to be. Romans 12 and 1, I beseech you, brethren, therefore, by the mercies of God, that you present your bodies a living sacrifice, holy, acceptable unto God, which is your reasonable service. And be not conformed to this world, but be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind, that you may be able to prove What is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God? In presenting ourselves as a living sacrifice, as presenting our our bodies holy, acceptable unto God, holy, separated, holy, separated. Come on now. Holy, when we say holy, separated, 
you separate yourselves unto God. We separate ourselves unto God, acceptable unto God, and what is what which is our reasonable service. But be not conformed to this world. Come on, we must be born again. We must be born again. And this is allow this is us allowing this work to be done in us. It says a living sacrifice, meaning that I'm laying myself on the altar. I like that. I'm laying myself on the altar. So what is it that I'm doing? I've literally separated myself. I presented myself as a living sacrifice and I've separated myself unto God, which is my reasonable service. And in doing all that I've done, come on, what a blessing God has in store for us. Christ endured the cross because of the victory that was set before him, because of what he's seen, because of what he, he was able to see the greatness that was set before him. Come on, we got to be able to see the greatness of presenting ourselves as a living sacrifice. We got to begin to see the greatness of it and is studying his word, is spending time in his presence and is worshiping. Worshiping in his presence is how we know the greatness of who we are in him. Be not conformed to this world, but be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind that you may prove what is that is good and acceptable and perfect will of God. For I say, through the grace given unto me to every man that is among you, not to think of himself more highly than he ought to think, but to think soberly according as God has dealt to every man the measure of faith. Come on, we want to stop right there. Because he says, he wants us to, he says, don't think. Don't think of yourself being more highly than you ought to think. God has given us a measure of faith. I'm telling you, just like last week, we are growing up in this faith. We're growing up in God's faith. So what? I don't have to look out at another man, but I'm looking into what God is doing in my life. If I'm not able to believe like you believe, then you stand fast there where you are standing. I'm going to stand fast where I am standing because guess what? God's going to work with me from where I am. God is not asking me to believe outside of the portion of what I believe. And a lot of times that's what we do. We go, we, we meet friends and, and people that literally have been walking in the faith for a while and they have been, they, you know, they stand strong in their faith, but you, some of us are not there yet. We're not there yet, but guess what? We're moving with God and the place where you are. He said, all it takes is just a mustard seed, just a faith about the size of a mustard seed, not a tree, but just the seed. That's all he's asking. Just that mustard seed faith. And as we literally begin to plant that seed, our faith begins to grow. Our faith in God begins to grow. Where literally we are being fitted. It's like putting on a suit. It's like putting on a, a, a what you call that suit where they uh, made it just for you. This is a suit that is made just for you. Tailor made just for you. For you, your faith is tailor-made just for you, and it'll work. It will work. 
Your faith is tailor-made for you. And as you plant that mustard seed faith, come on, it begins to grow. As you begin to exercise your faith, it begins to get stronger. Come on, I love that. I love that knowing I don't have to be like the great next man, the greatest man. I can be who God has called me to be. Come on, we're walking this thing out. This is not a race. Come on, it is not a race. It's a relationship. It's as you get to know God, as you begin to grow in God, you get to know him and know his love for you. And as you get to know his love for you, come on, more cooperation begins to exist on the inside of us. As we begin to get to know him, come on, we be letting the walls down. We be letting things down. We begin to trust more. We begin to trust more in God when we begin to study that word and get to know it for ourselves. But if you're going to allow another man to build you up, when it comes time to stand in that faith, you're going to be standing in a place of unbelief, worry, fear. Why? Because it's not your faith. You have not exercised yourself in that, in that, uh, that outfit. So we have to make sure that we're constantly exercising and, and developing our faith in Christ. That when that time of trial, that time of, of sickness, that time of testing come, we're able to stand and stand there forth. Come on with our loins gird about with truth. We're able to stand. He says to think, he says, for I say through the grace given unto me to every man that is among you, not to think of himself more highly than he ought to think, but to think soberly. That's your faith. Where's your faith? Where's your faith? Think soberly. According as God has dealt to every man the measure of faith. For as we have many members in one body, and all members have not the same office. So we, being many, are one body in Christ, and every one member one of another. Having then gifts differing according to the grace that is given to us, whether prophecy, let us prophesy according to the portion, proportion of faith. Standing right there. What are you doing? <laughs> according to the proportion of faith. Come on now. Let's stay right there. Let's stay where we know. Come on. Let's stay where we know because we're operating in this thing. Come on. It's just like that fruit of the spirit. As you begin to bear fruit. God will prune, clean it up that you might bear, bring forth much fruit, bring forth more. Come on. You'll come forth with more. Why? Because you've exercised that place so long that that fruit is good. But God said, okay, okay, this is good. Let's, let's remove this. Let's clean this area up because it's time for you to bear forth much more. See, we grow. And as we grow, we bear much fruit. And as we begin to bear that much fruit, hallelujah, come on, not only is that faith good for us, but it becomes good for someone else. When someone needs peace, when they're needing that joy, when they're needing that, that, that peace in their minds, you'll have enough peace to give away. Your faith will be so strong in that place of peace that you will have a word of peace. Come on, you'll have a prayer of peace. Why? Because you've exercised peace so long that it fits you well. It fits you well. You've exercised joy so much that it fits you well. 
And you're able to literally speak joy. You're able to speak peace. You're able to speak goodness. Because God's goodness has exercised so well on you. You showed forth God's goodness in your life. You've taken that time. You've taken that moment to spend in God's goodness. This is not a race. <laughs> this is not a race in trying to get the best of God and then showing off. Uh-uh. Because the enemy will make a mess out of you. You get out there trying to move in a place that you have not exercised yourself in. The enemy will make a mess of you. But God says, exercise, learn, think soberly according to what God has dealt to every man, the measure of faith. Think soberly. We all have different gifts. We all are doing different things, but we got to know who we are in Christ Jesus. He said, or ministry, let us wait on our ministering. Or he that teaches on teaching. He say, wait on this stuff. Wait on it. Because it's going to take you a while to build yourself up on your most holy faith. We want to build ourselves up on this thing. We don't want to just get it, read it, and then study and say, oh, this is good. Yes, I'm going to teach this. No, build yourself up on what you're learning. Teach uh, and teaching. Build yourself up on it before you try to build somebody else up on it. Because if it's not your strength, you're not going to be able to release it. If it's not your strength, you're not going to be able to release it. But teaching, he said, wait on it. Or he that exhort on exhortation. He that giveth, let him do it with simplicity. He that ruleth with diligence. He that showeth mercy with cheerfulness. See, this is the part where I love the Lord. The Lord is not rushing nor pushing. If he's doing anything with us, he's wanting us to get rooted and grounded in him. That we're able to stand rooted and grounded in him that we're able to stand. Not trying to act out as if we're all of that and we're not even fully, fully adorned. But the Holy Ghost has come to adorn us. He's come to clothe us in everything that we're supposed to be clothed in, in the fullness of God and knowing who he is in our lives, minding our own business. That right part, that part right there, studying to mind our own business, studying to know who we are, studying to know what we got, studying to know the ability who God has called us to be, studying us, minding us, ourselves, studying the faith, the measure. He said, I've given you the measure. I've given you my faith, studying God's faith, studying where God is starting us at, getting at that place. And moving in there, moving in there, moving in that liberty, moving in that freedom where God has started with you. And not trying to fix your mind on rules and regulations and religions, but knowing where God has started with you and let him continue the work in you. Come on. 
We try to strip off. We try to put on. We have, we try to stop. We try to go. We try to do so many things, but I'm telling you this life, you literally laid your life as a, on the altar as a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable unto God. And you are allowing the Holy Spirit to adorn you, to teach you, to show you who you are in Christ. And in this day and in this hour, this is what we need. We got to know who we are that we don't continue to stumble. We stumble because we don't know who we are and we don't know whose we are. We stumble. But if we take the time to slow down, take the time to slow down. And walk in the things that God has given you to walk in. Study the things that God has given you to study. If we begin to slow it down and take those moments, take those hours of prayer. Come on. That time in prayer of knowing who God is and loving on him. That with, that's when we get encouraged to walk with him. That's when we get encouraged to hey reveal him. You've talked with him so long and he's shared with you so long that you don't mind sharing with others. You won't stumble over your word because you found truth in God's word. Why? Because I've waited on the ministry that God has called me to. I've waited on the place where God has called me to. I've allowed myself to get fitted in the faith that God has called me to. It may seem small. It may seem small, but you don't know. It's great to someone that don't know. Just you saying Jesus saves. Just you saying that the Lord has come, that we may have life and life more abundantly. Do you know what that means? When you say that with the knowledge of knowing, when you speak the word with the knowledge of knowing and experiencing, You've experienced everything that you teach, that you're teaching. You, you know everything that you're saying because why? I've been there and I've watched God deliver me every time. God has saved me every time. We're not talking from someone else's experience. We're talking from our own experience. We're talking from our own place of being a living sacrifice. We're talking from that place. Where we're standing strong. We're standing in the liberty where God has called us. I'm talking from that place. And not, no man can judge me. No man can judge me. No man. <laughs> because it was Christ who died for me. It was Christ who gave his life for me. It was Christ who is preparing me. It is Christ who is raising me up. It is Christ that is my strength. It is Christ. Ah, come on. That is bringing us back to life. That's bringing us back to life. Hallelujah. Let us, Romans 12 and 9 says, Let love be without dissimulation. Hate that which is evil. Cleave to that which is good. Be kindly affectionate one to another with brotherly love. In honoring, preferring one another, not slowfulness in business, fervent in spirit, serving the Lord, rejoicing in hope, patience in tribulations, continuing instant in prayer, distributing to the necessity of saints, given to hospitality, 
Bless them which persecute you. Bless and curse not. Come on. These are places where we're growing and God is growing us up. Because I'm telling you, this is not a place that happens overnight. Even though the fullness of God is, is in us and, and was working things out in us, when it comes to us learning, a baby don't learn how to walk overnight. It comes with time. And these new things, the new ways that God is teaching us, it comes with time. And we have to perfect these gifts. We have to perfect these gifts. Hate that which is evil. Come on, cleave to that which is good. Be kindly affectionate one to another with brotherly kindness and honoring and preferring one another. Come on. What's your love walk like? We want God to perfect that. We want God to perfect our love walk. Come on, giving. We want God to perfect our love walk in tribulations. We want God to perfect that thing where we're walking in patience. Continuous in prayer. Nothing overtakes us. Why? Because we're trusting God. We're trusting him. Bless them which persecute you. Bless them and curse not. Rejoice with them that do rejoice. Weep with them that weep. Be of the same mind one towards another. Mind not high things. Hallelujah. Mind not high things. But condescend to men of low estate. Come on. That's not saying that we got to think poor. We got to think low. No, we got to think with the mind of Christ. We got to think with the mind of Christ. When we ascend ourselves above our brothers. When we ascend ourselves that we're greater than one another. That's a problem. That's a problem because that's not God. God has not ascended himself above no one, but he's come down and he walks amongst us. He's become our God and our father. And we thank him for that. We thank him for that. We're not wise in our own eyes and in our own conceit, but we're trusting in God. We don't render evil for evil. Come on, we're learning this. We're learning this. Hallelujah, hallelujah, dearly beloved, avenge not yourselves, but rather give place, but, but rather give place unto wrath, for it is written, vengeance is mine. Give place unto wrath, vengeance is mine, I will repay, say the Lord. Therefore, if thine enemy is hungry, feed him, if he thirsts, give him drink, for in so doing thou shalt heap coals of fire on his head. Be not overcome of evil, but overcome evil with good. Our new life, our new walk. Come on, walking with the mind of Christ. Walking in that freedom, walking in that liberty of Christ. Come on, we ain't got to do everything. But we do need to find out where we stand in Christ. We do need to find out our gift. We do need to find out what where we're supposed to exercise the strength of God at. Who are we? That's what we need to find out. Studying to mind our own business, to stand sure in who God has called us to be in this liberty. 
and presenting ourselves as a living sacrifice unto God, which is our reasonable service. Our reasonable service. Come on. Let us hope in God, in Christ Jesus. Amen. Amen.